We are live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Oh, I should have asked. We're already recording, but I should have asked what you want me to introduce you as. So we have, oh, Karen, is we have Karen on, Karen Montaño. Uh, uh, you, you spell your name differently, right? You spell, yes. um, the, is that, is it, is it Montano or Montaño? Montaño. Yes. See, so that's menye. like, yeah. So two different spellings that I'm pretty sure get messed up all the time, right? Definitely. <laughs> like if you tell somebody your name, they're going to spell it wrong. Yeah, always. It always happens. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, and that, I guess I should have asked it before. I'm like, it, your introduction is like, what do you like to, is it, are you, are you the mermaid or are you the, you know what I mean? It's uh, what, what you do for work, kind of like what you like to, you know, on, on that line. Of, you know. Yeah. So you can call me whatever, but my <laughs> name is Karen with an E. <laughs> two E's. Yeah. Two E's. Yeah. Two E's. No A. Um, I am actually an x-ray tech. Uh, I okay. take pictures of people's insides, okay. basically their bones. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of x-rays in my life and I, I know that um, I was worried about like, oh man, am I gonna be able to have kids? Cause they all, oh, like, no. you know what I mean? When like, <laughs> a lot of people ask that actually. Well, they, they put the really lead thing like, on there. No, no, no. Yeah, x-rays like it's, so basically we usually always get radiation anyways from the sun. So like one simple x-ray won't do you too much harm. You'll be wow. fine. I've had more than one. I've had, I've had a few, but. No, a, no. Yeah. But a, so I bet you're like out of the sun more. Have you ever had an MRI? No. No. So the MRIs are intense. I don't yeah. Know you, yeah. Those are intense. I've had, I've had that before. It's like 30 minutes in a freaking, like if you're claustrophobic, you're fucked. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, my, I, my dad used to get those before. And so like, I would like be waiting for him and it literally be like a long time. So I, that's actually how I started wanting to be part of x-ray. I was like, oh, oh really? I used to see my dad do MRI, CT scans, x-rays and all that. I hear so there's dope ones with like, there's like a screen and you got like, you, they'll give you headphones. Mine, they just give me like the earplugs and I just gotta, it's like, cause it's loud too. Yeah. You no, know? yeah. At my hospital, whenever I've done like, I've sat to help out with MRIs. Like they give you headphones and you listen to music and then oh, if see, you need to nice talk one. to you, they'll talk to you. Oh, they got me, they got me at County. They got me at the cheap one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm <just> yeah. <laughs> it's usually a little bit cooler, I guess. And so sound drown out the sounds and stuff. Yeah. I think I do the, I, I think I'm part of like scripts or whatever. And maybe that's the one that I, I go to or the San Diego imaging, I think was the one that I. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Oh, I be, haven't yeah. gone there. So yeah so you don't know them they're, they're your, yeah, they're, are sorry. they your competition you guys don't you guys don't play like soccer against them or something or football? oh no a, a dodgeball game so what so you i guess that was going to be a question i was say how did you get into that but it, you're saying kind of more because of your because of your dad or yeah so um my dad passed away about five years ago and oh, um yeah, so my dad had cancer before that for four years. <laughs> and uh, sorry, my little dog right here. A little pug? Yeah, his baby. <laughs> um, but uh, so he had um, metastasis in like his kidney where it started. Mm. And so that's why he had to go to multiple different um, like CT scans, MRI scans, x-rays and all that. And so whenever he was dealing with um, his cancer, I would always like, like whatever my day revolved around him mainly and stuff. So it was like me making sure like 
oh yeah, if my dad needed to go here, like I was open to that and like had nothing to do. So my day revolved around my dad's schedule pretty much and his like cancer appointments and stuff. So I'd sit around for a good minute all the time and he'd have an MRI scan for like 45 minutes. And then like right after that, he'd have a CT scan for like another 20 minutes. And so yeah. it'd just be like me waiting for him and like wanting to see the images and see how they look. And like, I wanted to understand them. So that's why I started going into imaging and trying to be like, okay, like at least I kind of get it a little bit. Like I'm not a radiologist, but I understand like what's going on here and like what yeah. doesn't look all right. And what does you start look learning okay. just by being there and just kind of like yeah. talking to them and stuff. Definitely. For sure. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, I think that that's that, you know, and that's, that's what's crazy about, you know, that's the reason I do this podcast, right? Because my dad actually passed away in 2014. So, but he would, wow. he didn't pass away from being sick, but he was sick his whole life. So it was like, yeah. it, was all, it was always like, you know, being in hospitals. So it was something very familiar to me. And you like, you begin to pick stuff up, right? Like of like, oh, they mm -hmm. tell you this or that. And then you're like, okay, like you start oh, learning so about what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Yeah. Like, um, so when my dad passed away, it was in 2016, but he had actually had cancer um, when it was in, in the year 2012 and it was fine for a while. And so, but then progressively it got worse and worse. So I had to learn to like switch up my schedules kind of to accommodate him a little bit more because he needed me a little bit more that time and stuff. So yeah. it was totally fine with me and I didn't mind it, but it's like very draining on him. So it was always nice to like be like kind of his rock during that time because like you know your parents are always there for you for whatever you need and like making sure you're okay and this and that and it's like he would always be like oh I'm sorry that you have to be here or this and that it's like don't apologize like you made sure to like help me when I was younger and like it's yeah. like my turn now you know so and how do you feel so you feel that your parents were were there for you and like when you were a kid and you know like you felt supported at least as, as a kid. Oh, yeah. So, like, me, um, my dad was the only one, my only parent that I had. So, like, for sure, my dad always, like, made sure that I was okay. Like, he always took us on different trips every now and then when he could. And it's, like, I mean, like, parents don't always have, like, so much time because they're always working, you know, and they want to make yeah. sure that you're okay and you're this and that. But, like, I feel like my dad always made sure, like, he was, like, okay with like okay if you guys want to go here you you can go we'll I'll make sure to take that day off and do that for you or whatever and it's like when he got sick I was like oh there's there's no way like I'm putting off like anything else besides my dad as priority right now because like yeah he always made sure I was okay I didn't need anything even if like he felt like we did need something like he always made sure that we didn't like you know and he he always took care of us so it's like why wouldn't i do that for him you know yeah and so then i guess the question is you know how was that how heavy was that loss you know for you <laughs> well honestly like it was pretty heavy um to be honest like the day that my dad died i my grandma had told me like are you going to be okay with it because um to be honest like uh, when I first found out that my dad was sick, I had ended up going into like a mental hospital and stuff because I was not doing okay. I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to expect. I thought he was going to die. So it was just like very emotional. And me personally, I'm a very emotional person. 
Yeah. And me being that emotional, I didn't know how to deal with it. And it was just too much at that moment that I ended up like probably um, not like dealing with myself in the correct way that I needed to, that I ended up hurting myself. I ended up in the hospital and eventually they transferred me into like the mental hospital to be on suicide watch and all this stuff, because it was like a lot besides other stuff that was going on in my life. It was like too hectic for me. Yeah. It's very overwhelming Um, for you. Yeah. So eventually I, when I got out of there, uh, I wasn't even in there 72 hours because that's technically the amount of time that you need to be in. Yeah. So they um because i wasn't really trying to kill you got myself. out early for like, good behavior <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah because well i i wasn't i didn't do that intentionally for any like to like do anything negative to, towards myself but just to release whatever i was feeling um and eventually like i had a talk with my dad after that and he was like what if i really passed away what are you gonna do um i don't want that to to be like something that you want to go to and so eventually after I talked to my dad about that I um ended up going to a lot of different therapies group therapies and all this stuff to deal with myself and my emotions and everything and eventually like when my dad did pass away I was okay with like understanding like this is fine I need to live my life because he didn't want me to do anything you know um although my family was still worried about me doing that yeah it was just a more of a like i personally understand that my dad was like not okay with me doing that and he wanted to live why am i gonna take my own life or whatever you know yeah and it's very taxing you know like for you to like it like for me it was very sudden my dad passed away in a car accident yeah you know but for you it was more like this is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like slowly yeah. happening, you know, which is, is difficult, you know? Yeah. And, um, like you, you would think like you, you knowing that this is going to happen to you eventually, you would be prepared in a way to be like, Oh, you know, like I should be ready for my dad to die or whatever, but it's like, it's not even like that. Like no matter like the time you have to, prepare yourself for it emotionally it's like never enough time because it's like oh yeah you're gonna miss this person and you could feel that oh i'm i'm good i'm healthy i got everything i've gone to therapy and i'm ready i've, I've dealt with this and i'm ready to deal with it but once you're not you don't know until it hits right it's like you have to be in that position but luckily you also took the the, the you know the steps to try to be in a better yeah. place and get the tools to, to try to deal with it oh definitely yeah as it was hard and it was very difficult but like i think it made me a better person personally also because my dad like literally had like this serious talk with me about like being stronger in a way like he didn't want to put so much pressure on me i know but it's just like you know yo you can't like really act like that when i'm gone you know yeah it's like yeah i get it but it's like hard you know like it you know, you're going to cry. You're going to have yeah. your breakdowns every now and then. It's, it's going to be um, five years in April that my dad's gone. And it's like, sometimes it's like little things get to me where it's just like, fuck, you know, like I wish my dad was here. And then like, I'll probably start crying. Cause like, I'm an emotional person and I'll cry about everything, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's the good thing about it is that like, I actually let my emotions be felt. And like, yeah. that's the most important thing for me, at least is like, 
actually feeling what I have to feel because if I don't then I'm like gonna break like even worse than I would if I well, wouldn't have do you think that's what initially caused it that you weren't like you were trying to like suppress it and not go through it and try to be like no it's not gonna happen and it's just yeah like, mm. yeah so or like run uh, from I it, honestly kind think of? like it was a lot of that like um he'll be fine like I'm okay like or being strong for him in a way yeah uh, so because I, I had to be the rock for him now and I couldn't let him be upset about me being sad and I didn't want him to be sad that I was sad you know it's like a vicious cycle where it's yeah. like, I can't be sad he can't be sad I don't and then if he's sad I'm sad and if I'm sad he's sad and you know it's like yeah um ha keeps happening so it's like okay fine like just let it be felt like emotions are okay to be felt like and and now that I if I was to at least go back and like talk about things with my dad, I would talk about him passing away and make it like, okay to be talked about because it's a thing that we didn't want to talk about. And it was like a scary thing, you know? Yeah. But now that I think about it, it's like, well, you know, it was going to happen anyways. So why not talk about it? You know, when well, it's going to happen to everybody, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not so just going like, to happen to you. I, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like ever since like I experienced that, I am more open to like talking about death, talking about those experiences, talking about depression, talking about like, you know, honestly, I don't give a fuck now because <laughs> like people talk, whatever, like you, you're not going to be um, the reason why I'm going to be sad. You know, like if I'm going to be sad, yeah. it's going to be about like something else that really upsets me and not because you did something to me. It's like, whatever, you know. There's more important things to be um, worried about now, to me at least, than to worry about something so small that someone said about me or whatever. Because I learned, like, if I stay stagnant in my depression, like, it's just going to be leading me to lower and lower, like, like not accomplishing things that I want to accomplish, you know? Yeah. And, like, thankfully, um, with my dad's death, it helped me be a better student, um, and be able to graduate and like actually feel everything and like even my classmates were very helpful in that too whenever like his anniversary would come or his death day would come they would be there and like we would talk about it and it, it's just like talking about things that upset you or make you sad is very important to me at least and like every now and then I'll like go to my grandma and she doesn't like talking about my dad because she'll cry yeah but it's like i get it it's your son and you don't want to outlive your son but it's like we have to talk about these things we have to talk about these emotions that come up because they bother you they they accumulate in your heart and you just feel like so broken sometimes that eventually they're going to come out the wrong way and to me it's like i rather just talk about it right away and just let it come out naturally than to hold it in for so long and it like keep fucking eating at me so much because it like that's what was happening before yeah, so, yeah. i mean it, it it becomes it becomes overwhelming right you're just like your mm -hmm. cup is so full and but what i was gonna say is uh, at least what comes up for me is like uh you were so afraid right of, of that happening and then mm -hmm. now it's like well the thing that you like had so much pressure on like this is gonna happen my dad's in time doesn't like it happened yeah you know and like you're still here and like you know <laughs> life goes on it's just like yes it was very very painful but then you kind of go forward and you're like shit i went through that 
Like, you know, mm-hmm. that was, that was, that was very difficult, but I got through it, you know, and obviously, like you said, you're still going through it. You still think about yeah. them and that never goes away. Right. You're never going to stop no. thinking about them, but now you're, you're like, it's a more healthy thing, right? You're like, you're laughing yeah. about them and stuff like that. And, you know, Oh, definitely. Like when people ask me about my dad or something or like, Oh, you know, like where are your parents or whatever? I'll be like, well, it was just my dad. And like, my dad passed away like a while ago. So and they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you might not want to talk about it. I'm sorry that I mentioned it. And it's like, well, honestly, like, because of my dad, I'm like, I am this person, you know? So I feel like usually it's, me. they don't, they feel uncomfortable. They don't want to talk about it because then it, oh, lost her. I'm literally okay. charging as we speak. Okay. Now you're back <laughs> on. We're back on. We're recording. And I'm sorry. we're going to talk, talk about how you forgot that you were supposed to record today. And then I look on Instagram and you're getting a pedicure. <laughs> well, you know oh. what? Because, okay, so I've been working. So, let's go into so- let's go into self-care then. Let's go into self-care. What, let's you know? do that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so whenever I'm not working and I have a crazy schedule, because I usually work a lot of PM, which is like 3 to 11 30, or I work grace from 11 to 7 a.m. And oh, like sometimes rough. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes like I'll have to do a 12 because like they forgot to schedule someone. So I'll have to cover someone else or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I do do self-care <laughs> and I try to see my family at least, which is hard because, um, so I live with my grandma and yeah. like, we're very attached, you know, like we're very close. And, um, so I've been working a lot recently ever since I started because COVID is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And they need people. And she gets kind of sad when I'm not there. <laughs> She'll even yeah. be surprised. So um, today I had a family day, I guess. Uh, I hung out with my grandma and then my cousins over here that I'm actually at their house right now. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you want to go get a pedi- Manny pedicure? And I didn't even think about it. I was like ready to go to the beach and wait for your call and all that. And then I totally blanked out and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go get a Manny Petty instead. And then you messaged me and I was like, oh, fuck. I totally completely forgot that I was going to do that. That's why I was on my way to the beach yeah. to be like mental health day. You know, I'm going to go talk to well, you. Well, technically still mental health day. You're on yeah, a mental yeah. health podcast and you're, you're good. Yeah. You know, um, I get to talk about like mental health and all like. So my- what 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 other things I, I noticed you do like like boxing and stuff like that? I mean, what other things are I guess you can go into that. Um and yeah. the other things that you do that you feel are for, for your mental health. I feel like a lot of people don't oh. think about it as mental health, but that's that's part of it, right? It's like getting out there. Definitely. And- yeah, getting- going to the gym. Like, I know there it's COVID right now, um, but there's like a, still a lot of things that you could do for mental health. Like, you can go on a run. You can uh, you can still go on a walk somewhere, what, you know. What do you do? What do you Me? do? You know, that, that's the, that's, it's Hold about on. you. No. Yes, me. You're usually about caring about <laughs> other people. You're like, yeah. <laughs> so me personally, I, I have a private trainer that I've been working with for over a year already. And um, we've been trying to get me buff, supposedly, <laughs> and get a, a booty or whatever <laughs> for the summer. <laughs> get a, people can't see your quotes. Yeah. Your booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get get booty gains um so i've been uh doing a lot of lifting and also a lot of boxing i do private trainings with my coach um 
So usually it's like 30 minutes uh, and we'll do pad work and then he'll do cardio with me and stuff, which is amazing because I'm like so drained after that. And, and but how, it's really how you helpful. decide to get into that. Like you just you just said, fuck it, I'm going to get into it or. <laughs> no, this, so this is a crazy story. <laughs> so like um, a couple of years ago when my dad first when my dad had passed away recently, uh, my ex had an x-ray technician. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. no, yeah, right. <laughs> My ex had told me like, oh, you know, I think it would be nice, a good idea for you to like probably go into like Muay Thai or boxing. And I go to this gym, maybe we should sign you up. So I'm like, okay, I'm all about it. Let's get signed up. So I signed up to 10th Planet San Diego. And I started taking Muay Thai classes there. And then eventually I transitioned into like getting a little bit of jujitsu, but I'm still not that great at it, but whatever. <laughs> I try. Well, but are you doing it to like <laughs> to compete or just to like de-stress and well, have fun? You know. Eventually, I did want to. I did want to compete, but like then COVID happened too right now, and so I was like I just do boxing because it's like more distant and stuff, and it's um it's a lot of like cardio, so it helps me a lot feel better and relieved. And like you know, when you're angry, you get to just punch like the pad or whatever and i'm yeah. just like oh my god you don't have to think about anything you know yeah and the good thing is like i just signed up my sister in december so we've been going together and like she's been also getting decompressed too and like you know like we even spar together every now and then so it's like whatever anger we've had towards each other is like yeah here you go bitch <laughs> have you ever seen that thing or like uh there's a town in peru or something where every year they like they have yeah where you can like you can like call people out and like oh fuck you like we're gonna fight yeah but that's the day you get it's kind of like the purge or something I guess. yeah no but like my sister enjoys boxing so it's like whenever we train together it's like okay we try to help each other out but then we're also like okay we let's just get our anger out here and then be done with it until yeah. next week <laughs> well, how many siblings do you have i just have one sister one sister yeah older or younger she's younger than me by a year okay so fairly close yeah 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 oh but she's way taller than me i'm like a little dwarf person <laughs> and she's like a giant i'm like okay she's how did this happen? Taller. <laughs> do people think you're the younger sister yeah always i'm like i'm not though i swear i'm i'm the oldest yeah Oh, and but, so I guess along those lines of like yeah. self-care and stuff like that, I like I said, I, I know that you mentioned some stuff about like embracing the pain, embracing who you yeah. are and putting yourself out there. So, I mean, the fact that you like put stuff out is already, you know, you're willing to be vulnerable on like social yeah. media and stuff like that, which a lot of people aren't, you know, do you get backlash or do you get people to be the, I guess the whole, the whole point of this podcast is we call it weirdos only because people could be like, that's weird. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You're being weird. No, yeah. You know? So it's funny because, um, the, why I, the, how I actually started being so open and stuff about it, this me and my mental health and stuff was actually, um, when my dad died, I actually signed up while my dad was passing away. I signed up to take a photo class, a film photography class. And I was taking it with one of my favorite professors, David Eichinger at City College. And he um, wanted us to do like this whole like portfolio with like 10 pictures to show like how we progressed in our film and photography. And I chose that that during that time um, I was going to show the 
how the steps of how my dad was slowly passing away. And so like, I had taken a shot of my dad when he was like kind of sick and they were already like, you know, it's, there's nothing else we can do. And then over the months as he was slowly like going thinner and thinner and stuff like that. And, um, uh, he eventually passed away and had his funeral. And so like at the end of the, the class, I posted all those photos of him being okay until him and his casket. And that was me. The first time I've ever been like that vulnerable to show people yeah. like what it was like to have that. And then the next semester, um, I took another film class with him and this was like a medium I'm just thinking, format. Like, the next semester, like, what are you going to do now? Like, you're, you're, yeah. like what's <laughs> so, like, the project the next, this time? <laughs> yeah. So the next semester was like, oh, okay, like you, we learned this much stuff with medium format and new cameras and all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> now you have to do another portfolio about whatever you want. It doesn't matter. And uh, he was like, and so me personally, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to shoot myself. Like, I want to time be, my be camera. because we had, you know. No, no, yeah. So, <laughs> so shoot my, yeah, yeah. So shoot myself as in like um, the camera and like taking pictures of myself. Mm -hmm. So eventually throughout the year, I would uh, set myself up in different like uh, settings to where it would show how this depression was making me feel as like, um, like, Things that I couldn't personally say to people because it, I just couldn't express it verbally. I said it in a picture. So I had like 12 different pictures of me expressing like what this depression of losing my dad was. And most of these pictures that I took of myself were of me nude. Because so me personally, nude is... Yeah. yeah like so like... Definitely. Everything so, is who I am, basically. Yeah. Like, if you want, here's me vulnerable as fuck. Like, here's me expressing my depression. Here's me fucking, like, sad as fuck. Like, this is the demons in my head that are, like, telling me, like, oh, you're sad. Come back to the depression. And then it's like, no, you're okay. But, you know, and then, like, they're, like, pulling me and not pulling me. And it's like, it's interesting just that you put it that they're, like, it's those, they're, like, you know, luring you back. Like, yeah, know, like, no, come back, come back. Like, this is where you should be, you know? Yes. And, and like, that's like what I really wanted, like, to express to people because I, I couldn't like, like, you know, people will be like, oh, how are you? And I'll be like, I guess I'm doing fine. You know, it's like, but what can I really say? You know, like, I, I don't really know how I'm feeling because I feel numb at the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like with the photography, I was able to express like how I was fully feeling like, okay, like, so this is like, demons in my head fucking drowning me in dark water which is my depression like here here you go like I hope this expresses like to you what I was feeling or like skeletons all over me like my head like not knowing what to do like going crazy because like that's literally what I feel you know in my head like um different things like just everything was pretty dark and it was like that's how I feel at the moment you know <laughs> I think, but, I, but i think the irony there is 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 and i could be wrong but um when you were doing it you you didn't you more than likely didn't feel bad either right you felt good because you're being creative and you're yeah you're, you're releasing you know what what you're like the, the you know. feeling yeah, yeah. And, and yeah so it definitely like honestly like photography for me was like my own like personal mental health escape as well Cause it's like, yeah, I can go running or I can go do boxing or I can it's like a creative outlet. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it, it was so helpful for me to be able to like express myself with, with a photo, because like they say, words say more sometimes than words or no. photos a, say more a than words. Worth a thousand words. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it definitely um, made my classmates cry and like actually feel like what I was feeling at that time. And I was like, very happy about it. I was like, all about like, I'm glad that I'm so I was happy. I made this. you guys really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Isn't, that's really funny that I say that actually, because it's true. Like I, I was just like, um, very happy to be able to like fully express in like a photo to other people like how it is to like deal with like someone's passing that's literally like your whole entire world yeah and like they they're not here anymore so like photography was like a first way of expressing myself and then after a while i just got very comfortable with like being vulnerable and nude and like just not giving a fuck about other things it's like dude my dad died like his opinion was like the most like you know yeah. i give a fuck what my dad says you know like who are you to tell me anything <laughs> no offense you know but yeah. it's like um so that's where like my whole mentality of like you know what like there's more people out there that like probably need to hear this to feel yeah. better and so like i slowly started posting these like different snips of like different photos that i'd post and not be like hey you know i don't give a fuck like this is me this is my mental health like i fucking like been going psycho crazy recently and like accept it or not like you're still here you know and yeah. uh yeah it was very helpful to me personally and i i people don't usually tell you that they don't like that stuff um and like that's fine you know <laughs> i know some people don't really like it but um i i always get comments on different from different people that are always like i i really am thankful that you posted this like it's very helpful because i've been feeling like this too and I, sometimes i don't think other people feel like that they will tell me and it's like yeah. no like you're not the only one trust me like sometimes like you can feel like shit and nobody has to know about it because you want to keep it to yourself and it's like but i choose to like express it like fuck today i just feel like i don't want to be here and like that's okay yeah and i'm letting you know this because like i want to you know it's not for attention or anything it's like so other people could have the perspective of like dude like i'm going through some shit too and yeah. i'm like and like people perceive me as like a freaking really happy person you know i'm always smiling i'm always like giving a shit about other people you know and it's like but like this happy person gets depressed you know she gets yeah. in her dark circle and like doesn't want nothing to do with anybody so it's like this this is true you know you can't always be happy and that's what i want other people to understand is like although i'm so happy and like i'm comfortable with myself and i'm pretty fucking positive you know i do get into my like dark days where it's just like i can't deal with like myself and my emotions and i want other people to know that because it's important that they understand like you're not always going to be happy you're going to have a wave of emotions sometimes especially like with COVID, I know like mental health has been like a really crazy thing right now because people have been locked up in their heads, you know. And that's for people who are actually have access to mental health. Like mm -hmm. right now it's, it's, it's really difficult for you to, to, to find a therapist and to try to yeah. seek help, you know, and 
that's why like a lot of the times like your coping mechanisms could be hey listening to a podcast of people that are you know you know yeah. thinking about it or like you can relate to somebody um one thing that i i um i used to do comedy so i was a performer um and one thing that like i that came up when you mentioned like oh i was i made everybody feel sad and when i was like oh i don't want to talk about sad things or i don't want to talk about this because i'm going to make people feel sad but like what um a more experienced comedian basically told me they were like they're fucking humans they're adults they can deal with it make them feel yeah. sad it's okay it doesn't always have to be laughs you know what i mean like like mm -hmm. they let them feel sad for a little bit let let them go you know what i mean let them deal with that yeah. you don't have to be like oh i'm sorry i made you feel sad like i'm so sorry obviously if you're trying to make somebody feel sad yeah. like you know like shitting on them that's different but you know if mm -hmm. you're like you said something sad and they're like 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 when they said oh i'm so sorry you lost your dad like oh i don't want to talk about that they're like no it's fine and they're like no 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 yeah cuz they don't want to talk about it like i said exactly yeah yeah and it, it's crazy because it's like a lot of people, they they don't want to feel those emotions that you're going to portray on them, kind of. But they asked for it, kind of. And it's like, well, you asked for it. So here you go. Let's talk about it. Like, don't hide, don't try to hide from it. Like, yeah. it's OK, you know, but maybe there's some their dad and they're like, oh, yes, fuck, exactly. You know? And that's yeah. what happened. And it's like, you know what? Like, there's a reason why you don't want to talk about it. So let's fucking talk about it, you yeah. know? Because they're like, well, I'm not as strong as you, you know, well, you know, but a lot of the times they, they see you, they, they say you're weak, but then like when shit hits the fan, they're like, oh man, who do I go to? Like, I'm going to go to her because she's been through it. She, she puts it yeah. out there. She's, you know, willing to talk about it. And then they, you know, it's the DM. It's not the like in the group or like, you know, like, oh yeah, it's very like no, on the, yeah. the, the DM on the DL, you know, like definitely like even like every now and then like i'll post like random questions like very personal questions like that like i feel like people might want to know like you know like what's making you sad today let's be real you know or like some like how's your mental health today let me know you know send me a message and people will honestly like write me a whole fucking message about shit and it's like dude i i fucking appreciate you for being so open with me and trusting me with whatever you're feeling because it's like I know you don't want to just tell anybody this because you feel like you're going to be judged and it's like who am I to judge you like I'm nobody you know but it's nice that you did message me that because it's like you got it off your chest yeah and that's what's most important because if you hold it in it's going to hurt you yeah and they won't put it out there either you know and and mm -hmm. even like to the point to where like maybe they still won't even tell you in person you know they just give you definitely like, just give you like a thank you or you know very low key you know like for example like i mean for the podcast i do this but i i only know like people that i know specifically that have told me they listen you know that, mm -hmm. that i know they're listening because i can't really i can't tell exactly who listened I yeah how many people and where whatever but and I know there's a lot of people out there that are listening and, and they find value in it, but they won't say anything, you know, yeah. and, you know, they won't, they'll just keep it to themselves and they'll be like, oh, I, I'm going through my stuff too. But you know, like I just keep putting it out there. Like I invite, you know, Hey, you need something to talk about or just, you know, want to, you know, get shit off your chest or just, or you, or you want resources to like, Hey, where can I go to talk to somebody? Or, you know, I've thought about ending my life or whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. reach out you know, to someone like, like myself, I'm not a professional, but I can, you know, guide Definitely. you. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
No, yeah, like, and that's the thing is, like, I honestly am so lucky that my dad had insurance or any or whatever, you know, to be able to put me into these therapies that literally did open up my eyes, because it's like, I did group therapies with people. And like, I was just like, so in shock of how much emotion comes out of these different people who come from different places, different backgrounds, have their own personal story that why they're in that specific group. And it's like, dang, you know, you, you learn to appreciate your own struggle as well as like other people's and like be able to cope with it as well, you know? And it's like, I'm very thankful that like, I can still get therapy now because like now I have insurance with my job and all that stuff. But it's like, it, it just does suck that a lot of people, they, they can't have that. And it's well, like, they think it's like a luxury, right? Yeah. Or, and, or they just completely ignore it. Yeah, yeah. This, and that's yes. the whole point of, of, of why I'm doing this is to try to remove <laughs> the stigma because especially from from Latinos, like it's a very definitely low, low oh, attendance rate, you know? Yes. Like, uh, I'll give you an example, too, of that is like the first time I ever ended up like in the mental hospital because I've ended up there twice. And I'm going to be completely honest, like I, I was in there, you know, whatever. Um, and when I got out of it, my grandma was like, oh, you try to hurt yourself? No, le digas a nadie. No, don't. no, no, no. She didn't say oh. that. Oh, she, she said that. OK, she said, why didn't you do it? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, if you try to to like, you know kill yourself why didn't you do it and i'm like what do you mean like she's like yeah if you were so brave enough and i'm like that's not what i was trying to do <laughs> but it's like you know it's like that thing like she didn't want to accept that i did that and she was just more angry at me for trying like supposedly do that could to myself. Be. she could also be putting you in the state of like calling you calling you out like hey if you're gonna kill yourself fucking do it and you're just kind of like kind of like challenging you you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you're like I wait a minute so what the hell like you know like because yes. you, you do it like, obviously you want attention right you want like not that, that yeah, way, that's what she said not she in said a bad but not, i mean it's true right like you want it's a call for help yeah right it, it was just like weird though i was just like honestly like i've been doing this for too long like i don't need your attention uh, it was just like me just wanting to get like my emotions out and i wanted to feel something that was not pain mm -hmm. you know um, but like, I mean, I'm glad that you told me this because now I know how you truly feel, uh, but it was just like, she, she just didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And she was just like, see, I told you you were crazy. And it's just like Mexicans, like they're so like, uh, against like getting help or anything. Yeah. And like, I, that even she said that he's like, you, you, you shouldn't even be going to therapy but if you're crazy go ahead and i'm just yeah. like okay <laughs> so so then it's like that part too where it's like us as like this generation that we are our families aren't used to that and they just like bash us for being crazy and like make us even feel worse so so we don't feel worse about ourselves and going to therapy we don't want to fucking even be a part of like anything to do with therapy because it's like our family's gonna call us crazy and they're not gonna like us and they're gonna make fun of us because that's what was happening to me for the first couple of um years that i was actually going to therapy it was just like oh you're crazy you're crazy you're crazy and i would just get made fun of and stuff and it was just like well you know at least i'm getting help so i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah and i think i mean I, I think it's a it's a controversial subject but i think Suicide's a very natural emotion. Not that people should do that, but yeah. like you know, a lot of people get they they think like, what if I was gone? Like you mm -hmm. know, what I mean? like, 
what what yeah I, i'd probably stop hurting and then but then obviously you process it and you get to like well you know it's not gonna it's not gonna fix anything necessarily yeah you know what i mean but i mean i think it's it's it, a lot of people go through that and maybe they don't express that they don't tell anybody but on their own like maybe when they're really mm -hmm. hurt, you know and they think definitely about it, whether they you know try to do that or they or they go after like something to numb you know mm -hmm. going definitely. in and taking you know drugs or whatever it may be like alcohol cocaine yeah. like because it, it just gives you that rush of like you know serotonin mm -hmm. to the brain of like oh i feel happy i'm not dealing with you know sadness you know what i mean yeah so I mean, yeah definitely it's just different for everybody so what what okay let, let's let's switch it up what's i mean obviously you know if people can't see you now but you got you got crazy hair you got <laughs> yeah you got the um the is that it, it reminds me of uh no offense but it reminds me of like the the monsters inc the purple and the blue oh yeah i know that, what you're saying yeah he has the same right it's the same color yeah, scheme. Silly. yeah. so like what what's what are things that you like to do like obviously like i said you're, you're you said you're a happy-go-lucky person what are things that yeah. you like to do for fun and, and and enjoy like a like a you know or if you have any stories of like you know adventures you know that you've gone on you know oh you, definitely said, fuck it i'm gonna enjoy myself Oh yeah, for sure. So like me and my sister pretty much like we're like a, a pair in our adventure or whatever. So we usually do a lot of things together. Um, or when I'm not with my sister going on an adventure, I'm usually try to go to the beach because like mermaid Karen and I love the beach. <laughs> definitely. I mean, at least for me, it's, you take, take it for granted, right? We're so close. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'll go to the beach, like, every now and then. And, like, what I enjoy personally is, like, looking for baby sand dollars. Like, yeah. I'll, like, roam the beach up and down, waiting for the waves to wash up, like, all the rocks and the shells and everything. Yeah. And um, me, personally, I love in collecting shells and sand dollars and, like, cool rocks that I find on the beach. And, like, I'll go by myself. I don't even care, like... I just be roaming around with my little bucket, like just going up and down, <laughs> up and down until the sun I can't see because, you know, the sun goes down and all that. And I'm just like, damn it, I missed out on some good ones, whatever. I'll yeah. bring them back to my grandma and put them in like our little plants because like me and my, I've been starting to garden, garden in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll take care it's of my hard. little plants too. It's hard. Oh yeah. Gardening is so hard. You think you just gotta water them, but then it's like <laughs> no. more light. And, oh, you, God. you gotta give them love too. <laughs> Talk yeah. to them every now and then. <laughs> you gotta sing to them. Yeah. So I, I that's what I also enjoy is like planting and like uh, I'll like love to like sprout the little babies and come over here and give them to my cousin because she's been gardening too, which is awesome. And um, we like like oh look at the plant and like i honestly i love admiring how much the plant has grown like whenever i do get a chance to see it i'm, I'm so like proud oh of my you. god i'm so proud of you plant. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like oh my gosh you bloomed a little bit uh, yay <laughs> you know like then i i honestly enjoy that because like one of my really good friends she is like a total plant lady like she knows names of like every little like subcategory of plant and like that's so super dope. I wish I knew that. It, they're good metaphors for for 
mental health and taking care of yourself, right? Because if you mm-hmm. overwater it, it's going to die. If you underwater it, it's going to die. If you give it too much Definitely. sunlight, if you, and then you also can't like expect it to be this huge giant tree from one day to another. Oh yeah. You, know, no. you have to like continue to like, you know, take care of it. You know, every uh-huh. little thing makes a difference. You know, Definitely. The, the soil, everything, you know, if it's next to another one, that's going to drain <laughs> it and it's going to, you know, cover the sunlight and not let it get sunlight, you know, that, all those yes, little things. So true you know definitely like that's so true because i like that metaphor i haven't personally thought about it like that because i'm just thinking like my plants are so pretty you know but it's so true like like um other things that i do do too besides my planting because i I will write down like stuff like oh water your plants blah, blah blah i do have this journal where my coach like he um when I started working with him, like to better my mental health, honestly, like he's been really great with me um, and trying to help my mental health. He I like, I literally go running to him crying, like, oh, I had a bad day, blah, blah, blah. This is what happened. And he'll be like, oh, it's okay, you know. Um, but he gave me this journal and it's like every morning you'll write like three affirmations for your day. Mm-hmm. And then you'll like write two things that you want to happen that day. And then, um, like it'll say two other things that like you're grateful you, for or something. Or? Yeah, something like that. And then like you come back to it at night, and then you write down three good things that happened to you that day, and then two things that could have made your day a little bit better. Like you know, instead of being negative, you could have been positive for this or whatever. And it's like been very helpful to be like that positive because every day you'll do it. And like every day you tell yourself like, oh, today I am grateful for this and I am capable of this. And uh, one time I will, I, <laughs> I went to my PT and I was like, I wasn't going to make it to PT, but I wrote in my journal that I am a boss bitch and I will make it to PT. <laughs> so I made it to PT. <laughs> well, you're holding yourself accountable, right? Or like, I have yeah, to, you exactly. know, you wrote it down. I have to do it, you know? Yeah. So like, um, honestly, like for my own mental health, it's been very helpful to, <laughs> sorry, to, um, like write shit down, you know, cause, um, if I don't write stuff down, like it's not it, like, I feel like I've been backtracking on myself and my own mental health. And like, I'll write down like, um, on my planner, like, okay, what, what are you grateful for today? Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, me personally today, like I'm grateful that I was able to spend time with my family. Like, cause I, yeah. I haven't been able to hang out with my grandma or my cousins in a while, you know? And it's yeah. like, finally, like I miss them. You know, I forgot how it is to hang out with them. Yeah. And, or like, um, I'll write down like four different self cares that I did this day, you know, different things. And it's very helpful. It's like, I know it's, it's time consuming, but it's like for yourself, you know? Yeah, you're investing you in yourself. Better. Yeah, investing mm-hmm. in yourself. So I, yeah. um, well, I was when what came up is uh, when you were talking about the beach. So what would be your like vacation, your ideal vacation destination? Oh my gosh, I don't know. So to be honest, I don't like planes. <laughs> you don't like planes? <laughs> I'm what, so what did they ever do to you? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like they're gonna crash. Oh, it's because so, you watch. It's because you watched La Bamba when you were a kid. That's the problem. I did watch that, but I'm just yeah. scared in general. <laughs> like uh, recently, I saw that there was a plane that had to land because like the engine broke or something, and I was like, "See, this is why I don't go on planes." <laughs> oh man! Um, but honestly, yeah, you have a rough uh, time on like an overseas flight. 
Yeah. Like the farthest that I've like been on a plane was probably to like New York and that's it. Like, it's like, like six hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Like, I don't want to do like a crazy flight, but eventually I know I will. Um, well, it doesn't have to be a destination that you have to get on a plane. What like, you know, obviously you, if it sounds like you want to get on a plane to go to the ideal I do, do want to go. I just, Honestly, I I don't even know because I I've been like literally researching different places and like I just like anywhere where there's water like I love the water like I would go dive in there like I don't care like yeah. um I I don't have anywhere specific honestly uh I like usually the person who plans my stuff is my sister <laughs> she'll be like oh, it's your birthday this time. We're going to go here. And then I made our agenda and I'll be like, all right, cool. Just here's my money. You you plan whatever. I don't care, you know. And oh, like, good. I'm yeah, a, no, I'm she, always she the planner. I have, to, I have to be the one plans and like, I have to like, <laughs> like, because people won't take action. They're like, oh, can you just plan it? Can you look up the places to stay? And I'm like, oh God, all right. You know? No, yeah, no. Like my sister likes to plan it, even though sometimes she's not that great of a planner, but whatever. But you're not willing to do it, so you can't complain. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not complaining at all. Although one time she didn't get us a hotel with Wi-Fi or cable, but whatever. Oh, man. No, like We had kidding. fun snorkeling, so that's all that matters. Well, where, where was this? Hawaii? Oh, no, we went to Catalina Island. Oh, I've never been to Catalina. Oh, it's fun. Okay, so if you go, I I would really recommend going snorkeling there. Like, I can't swim. It, it, oh my god, my cousin couldn't swim either. He brought his like little vest thing and was snorkeling like nothing. Oh, nice. It was perfect. That. Like he was really great at it too. Yeah. I was like, no fear, dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wear yeah. A little vest. I go kayaking yeah. and stuff, but like you know, wear the vest. I'm like, fuck it, if I fall. Yeah. I'll no, I'll you could totally away. do that. Uh, anyway, snorkeling is on the surface, so you'll be fine if you wear the little yeah. um, life vest. So just wear your, like, um, goggles and your mouthpiece, and you'll be good. Like, there's so many pretty fishes, and it's, like, clear water. Yeah. If if you could trade places with somebody, who would it be? Let me think about that. You could think about it. Like I said, we can make sure. people go through emotions. We can make them wait. We can make people pause. It's okay. Probably my grandma because she's like an interesting lady. <laughs> I would if I traded places with my grandma and she was me, like that would be so dope. I'd finally make TikToks with her because she's always like, no, 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 TikTok. don't take pictures of me. <laughs> That's why you want to trade places with somebody to make TikToks. No, usually people she... will say like Barack Obama. Or no, you, I don't even care about you, all that. Gaga, you're like, I want to trade places with my grandma so I can make TikToks. <laughs> no, I, I say that because I want everyone to see how freaking funny my grandma is. Like, that lady is a jokester. Like, she has some fucking funny shit to say. But every time I pull out my camera and I want to record her talking about her stories or her, like, doing this when she was younger or whatever, she'll be like this, covering her face. And I'm like, no, I need to see you. Like when yeah. you pass away, you need to like, wear a GoPro just... or something. Exactly. Like, because I know eventually she's going to pass away. Like it's going to, it's true. Whatever. Well, we all are. Um, yeah. Exactly. But I want to be able to record her face and like record her as she is, her personality and everything without her going like this or covering her face or like, and like, that's that's like my only goal like record yeah. my grandma when she's like 
joking around, bullshitting or whatever, and like get in her head, you know, and see like her perspective from like, however old she is looking at me, like, damn, this bitch is crazy. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) You know, like, I don't even care about being coming a celebrity or anything. Like, no, I don't care about that. I just want to record my grandma. Like, <laughs> I just like, want to make TikToks <laughs> with my grandma. <laughs> yeah, because she's funny. Like, I, I literally had told my grandma, like, I, I can't wait till I have a granddaughter like me because I want a relationship like me and yours. <laughs> like, and she's like, you don't even have a daughter or a son. Like, how are you going to have a granddaughter? I was like, I don't care. It's going to happen. And we're going to be the same, like me and you. <laughs> and she thought it was crazy. But like, that's how like much I care about my grandma. That's, like, that's funny that you have a close relationship with your <laughs> grandma that you're not even thinking about having kids. You're thinking about the grandkids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly like that's all i care about i was like i want to be like um like we are because like my grandma's very shy with other people and so like she'll only be joking with me and so like i have to sneak in my camera to get her fully funny and like bullshitting with me and it's like and if she sees the camera she will stop whatever she's saying or like she'll tell me something about her past life or whatever like when she was younger and stuff and like yeah. i want to know about these things later and i want to record them but she won't let me and like that's all i want to do i want to record her because like when my dad passed away i wish like i was able to record him like and get all his knowledge and all like whatever he had but it was like i wasn't really thinking about that so now like i'm like dude like my grandma's getting old she's gonna forget things like i want to be able to like get her brain and pick her brain or whatever and record every little like weird thing that she take all the all the recipes all the good recipes that she has you know like but she won't even tell you she'll be like oh un puño de esto oh yeah that's how mexicans cook uh uh, and then you just watch it (laughs) exactly and i'm like excuse me that's not specific (laughs) yeah a, a tablespoon of uh yeah no she will she'll be like a ver deja probarlo and she's like okay and she just dumps whatever she thinks is in there and i'm like what what was that like i need to know (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you gotta just watch you gotta just watch yeah Mm -hmm. so that's why i know i know it sounds like so um of course like millennial what a millennial or whatever the fuck is like a tiktok thing but i swear like my grandma's really funny and i wish like everyone could experience her like jokes her side because she's like a, a character <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like accounts like that where it's like i think there's one about like italian grandmas in italy where they share like their recipes i think or i think some of them are like they don't have grandchildren or something but they're older yeah. women you know so they don't really have anybody to pass those recipes down to or something you uh-huh. know what i mean so they they put them on youtube like you know to pass them down yeah. to, to more people to like you know the old recipes and and the knowledge and the experience that they have you know what i mean see that's what i'm saying like i just want my grandma to be like look at my grandma she's a character she's funny she bullshits like no tomorrow and she's acts like she's so innocent but like you know she's gonna be a tiktok <laughs> star yeah no she'd be saying some crazy shit and i'm just like can i please record you stop covering your face so then what's then what's what's the best piece of advice you ever got did it, did it come from your grandma or you know or did it come uh, from honestly, your, your teacher your photography was, teacher i think it was from my dad like because mm. i remember like one time me and my sister were like fighting and stuff and he was like 
um, you know what? Like, and like, I feel like this is why me and my sister became closer too, because when my dad passed away, cause he was like, um, whenever I'm not here, like, what are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to keep fighting or what? Like you guys kind of like, I built something for both of you and you guys are fighting. It's like, why don't you just get along? It's like, okay. Well, eventually we didn't really like understand that until my dad passed away where it's like, well, you know, we went through this crazy traumatic experience, like together. And it's like, we, we pretty much like understand what it is to lose our dad together. You know, it's like, and we do need each other. And it's like, now I understand why my dad is like, you know, we have to be closer together to be able to like get through whatever was like happening with, you know, him passing away and us dealing with it. And like, um, me and my sister have been getting along so much better since like he did leave, but it just kind of sucks. Cause it's like, we had to lose our dad in a way, but he literally taught us, taught us like a bunch of stuff. And it was just like, that's, that's so true. Cause like, I appreciate my sister because she does push me to like, oh, let's go to the gym today. We have to go here. We have to go there, blah, blah, blah. And although she ta- sometimes does like bug me, I'm like, ah, that's <laughs> siblings. Siblings yeah, that's do that, siblings. whatever, you know? Yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. But, you know, you appreciate them for, you know. Yeah. So it's just like my dad told us to appreciate each other a lot sooner. And then like we kind of like was like, eh, whatever, you know. And yeah, it's you're like, a kid. Eventually, yeah, that's understandable, you know. Yeah. You know? And I, I understood why he was like, if you want to build together, like, um, you have to get along. And it's like, okay. And like, now we are like getting along and we're like growing with each other and like going to boxing together and fighting together and like all this stuff. And it's like, we're helping each other mentally grow and like physically get in shape, you know, which is dope. And I yeah. appreciate that. Get ready for summer. Exactly. Yeah. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. <laughs> okay. <I'm ready. laughs> so uh, one of the central questions or the question that we usually ask is the one, like, if we don't ask any other questions, it's it, when was a time that you felt like a weirdo? Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like a weirdo all the time. <laughs> Honestly. It could be okay, a funny but... time. It could be a sad time. It could be, oh, you know, my... maybe, maybe you were dating somebody and you started telling them your problems and they were like, oh, you're just too much or you know oh no they make you feel Um, weird honestly let me tell you like this is a crazy story (laughs) so uh it's not that i well yes i I feel like i'm a weirdo all the time because it's like i'm like my crazy colored hair and i don't care how i dress and all this but one time i was taking my grandma to the dentist (laughs) right and like of course i had my crazy colored hair and my nose septum and then at that time i had my medusa and like the piercing on my lip and um like whatever I was just taking my grandma to the dentist and like we were waiting for them to call her and all of a sudden this old lady next to us was like turns around and looks at me and is like what what's wrong with you and I'm like what do you mean like what what's going on like what did I do to you she's like why do you look like that and I'm like what are you talking about (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you're like the devil. And I'm like, how am I like the devil? What are you talking about? Why do you have all those piercing on your face? And look at your hair color and look at how you're dressed. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just shaming me. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but like, this is me. And she's like, you're the worst granddaughter ever. Look at how you're embarrassing your grandma. And I'm like, my grandma's pretty fine. Like she doesn't give a fuck about how I'm dressed right now. <laughs> Maybe she'll make fun of me for wearing my septum and call me a cow, but whatever. Like, like she doesn't care. You yeah. know? Um, and she, she like got in my face, like, 
Oh my God, the devil's going to come in. What's me. up then? <laughs> yeah. I was so shocked. I was like, honestly, I had this happen to me twice where the ladies are like, you could, you look so much prettier if you wouldn't put those things on your face and look so weird. And I'm like, I like being weird. You know, I don't care. And no, but I've never, <laughs> no, yeah. right? Like I've never had a lady come and she got in my face and was like, you're such a devil. You need to take those piercings off and stop coloring your hair like that. Um, they're going to take you to hell. And I'm like, okay. So okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I did. I had no idea. My poor grandma was scared that I was going to punch the lady or something. I was like, I would never do that to an old lady. But like, she literally well, she didn't get in my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but no, I wouldn't do that. But she literally did get into my face and like was saying like, I'm like, like satan for looking like the way i do and stuff and it's like that's i guess that's the time where i felt like i guess like being a weirdo like how i am wasn't acceptable to someone and like they had to get in my face and stuff and um i couldn't believe it but honestly like i didn't let that face me i was like you know what i don't give a fuck like i am a good granddaughter i'm bringing my grandma to the dentist like who else yeah. was here, you know, like if I was bad, like my grandma would not be here, you know, whatever. And your opinion doesn't matter because I'm still going to be me and I'm still going to color my hair and I'm still going to wear my nose piercing and dress like a hoochie if I want and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, yeah, like care. who the hell? She doesn't even know you. Like how do you, I don't get yeah, when people exactly. just take like time out of their days and be like, you need to do that. Yeah. You need to oh. do that. yeah, she was scolding me for a good amount of time. And I was like, if I go to hell, then I go to hell. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll see you there, you fucking old lady. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> Let me go on with my day with my grandma and fuck off. <laughs> there you go. And that, that's good. I mean, that's what I've noticed. That at least you'd like, you've gotten to a place where you can embrace, you know, yourself and just, oh, yeah. You know, be good and be, be in a better place. And it's always, it's always a process, right? Of like always, like you said, there's those good days and bad days. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, like, I think if, if my grandma knows that I'm weird and like, I'm a hoochie and I'm this and that, and like my cousins and my sister know that I haven't I'm heard like the word freaking... hoochie in a while, but yeah, oh, no. my grandma <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. I, I, aging yourself with that word. I think. <laughs> no. Yeah. My grandma calls me that all the time. So she like, that's the only way to, she thinks like, oh, you, you're showing off too much. You're like, you're just like a hoochie. And I'm like, okay, I'm a hoochie, whatever, you know, but if everybody knows like, that's how I am, then like, oh. And they're they're fine with it. Like, why does anybody else's opinion really matter? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if I only care about like what my family thinks really about me, and then like whatever they're fine with it. So why do strangers have to have an opinion and hurt my feelings? They're really not going to hurt my feelings because I don't give a fuck about them. I'll never yeah. see them again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I want to thank you. Thank you for coming on. You know, I think you it definitely was a. It definitely was what I expected. You know, good energy, and you know, got, yeah. to, got to learn a lot. Um, I, I'm kind of upset that you're not a real mermaid, but you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Me too. Yeah, I thought you were, <laughs> were going to be a real mermaid. I wish uh, I'd be swimming in the ocean now. <laughs> so, so yeah, thank, thanks for coming out. I think it was really good. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll get you. We'll, we'll episode will be up, and you know, you'll be able to to share with everybody. And I'm glad that you were able to show, share your your journey. And you know, it's a it's not an easy thing to do. And obviously you're in a good, yeah. in a good place now to be able to share oh, that. And, definitely. You know, I think a lot of people will, will get, get value out of it, you know? Yes. I hope so. so yeah. So yeah. 
thanks again and then thank you everybody for listening and you know glad you got to get your, your pedicure done and everything your, your, <laughs> know, your mental so health day your mental health day thank you thank you i appreciate it all right thank you thank bye -bye. you okay bye have a good